I got a question. Can you do a kickflip? Can I kickflip? Yeah. Dude, I, I can barely ride a skateboard. Mm. I've always wanted to be able to do a kickflip. Maybe that should be one of your New Year's resolutions. Maybe. I tried when I was younger. I found a skateboard in the council cleanup yeah. when I was young. And I tried. I I had a book and it was like a book. You know those books you get for like Christmas? Things? It's like 101 things all boys should know. Yeah. And in there, there was like an instruction manual on how to do a kickflip. Yeah. Never got off the ground. So did it, you? Yeah. Can you, could you confidently ride a skateboard like down the street? At one point in time, yes. However, I cannot now. Unless it's like, you know, the big cruiser skate. They're, pretty, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. that. I, even that, I'm rubbish. Like I'm not saying I can ride a skateboard. That's no. not what I'm saying. I like, do you, know, do you know the term pushing Mongo? No. So pushing Mongo in the skating world um, means pushing with your front foot. Right. Which is like severely... Or yeah, severely maybe not the right word. Heavily frowned upon. Right. Um, it's not. It's not the etiquette. No, no. no. If you see someone pushing, and I push Mongo, right? But when I see other people pushing Mongo, mm. I'm like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, how are you supposed to do it? Push with your back foot. So yeah. front foot stays on the board. Back foot pushes. That no, nah, doesn't happen. I, that's I do. I must push Mongo then. Yeah, because if you push with your if you push with your front foot. It leaves the whole front of the board like off balance and like you're susceptible to falling. And um, you also just look like an idiot when right. you do it. Okay. See, I wouldn't know, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've never, never been able to do a kickflip. I had wanted to at one point in time. It was also, I remember the board. I found it in a council cleanup and it was a Scooby-Doo skateboard. But oh, it was yeah. like It was like a proper, it wasn't like a little kid's one. Nice. Um, but yeah, that reached its, uh, its life cycle. Like most things you find in a council cleanup, they usually also last in your home a council cleanup length of time, and then, then you end up throwing. Then they go back in for sure. When you find like I don't know, like things like that, skateboards, old cricket stumps, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're already really old and not that good when you get it, so yeah. you only use it for a little bit, and then yeah. by the time next cleanup comes around, you go, okay, I get rid of it again. Yeah, and then maybe someone else will take it. That actually happened with some cricket stumps I had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's simple council clean up and all. Yeah, that's just how it goes, mate. It's just the circle. That's how it of goes life. in the street. It's Wasn't just... that an exciting time as like an eleven-year-old? The council. Do you remember when up. like the council cleanups all used to happen at the same time? Yeah, it was like an allocated weekend. It was like everyone on the street. Every, yeah, every this weekend, and everyone was going through everyone's stuff. Yeah, dude. It was like treasure hunting. As yeah, a it was a beast. It was so like finding a full intact metal set of cricket stumps. That's what I found one time. Yeah. That was sensational. Did that you actually have, lasted more than one cleanup, to be fair. That lasted a couple and then I had to throw them out. Did you ever um, have like a little street gang no. around your area? No. I was really, really jealous of people who did. I didn't have I didn't have a, someone who lived in my area till in high school. Um, but even then, like we hung, like we actually did hang out a bit, but like it wasn't, it was only for a bit. And then like, I don't know, you just don't hang out in your street as much anymore. Mm. But yeah, through primary school and stuff, I didn't have, I didn't really have like a, no, like a little, I've always been jealous because those guys that we know that all live in the same street. Yeah. You're like, wow, as a kid, that'd be so good. That'd be awesome. Hey? Yeah. Mine was different. Mine was like, I lived in like a sort of, I well, my, my mum and dad still, still do live in like a, have you been to my house? You have, right? Yeah, I've been there. It's like a complex almost. Mm. It's like not a complex, but it's like. There's a lot of how, like it's suburban. Yeah. It's yeah. like a suburban. There's a lot of houses in like. Almost a, in a com- little community. Mm. Um, and probably from like year seven to... Oh, I'm still really good friends with 
sweaty Jazza. Yeah, Jazza. Yeah. Shout out to Justin, the man. Um, we were so every day we'd get home from school, get off the bus. We went to different schools, get the bus home together, drop our bags at the door at like four o'clock when we got home, and just stay out on the street essentially until like it got dark, like eight thirty nine. And you'd go in and have like a late dinner. It was awesome. Just playing soccer, skateboarding, yeah. table tennis. I didn't have any of that. The lot. I didn't the works. Know. Yeah. I'm always jealous of people who had like a street friend. Mm. Yeah. Never had it. It's still eats at me. Sucks to suck. It, suck, it does suck to suck. All right, what's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 65. Thank you, Senator. 65 today. Yep. Joined always, obviously, by my good friend and comrade, Alexander. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 2023, the first podcast of 2023. We had um, two weeks break for, obviously, Christmas, New Year's, etc. Um, somehow... Uh, it's supposed to be a period of rest, but I'm I can kind of speak for Cody also on this. Yeah, uh, silly season has come out on top. Yeah, and pff, last week I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I was a bit of a wreck. Yeah, I it's it's I'll, not even I'll, to the point where we're like joking, where we're like we have head noise I'll, and we're bounced. Yeah, I actually burned out this week. Yeah, I, I was, genuinely burned out. I was a genuine shell of a human. Mm-hmm. Lights are lights are on, but no one was home for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, you know, the price you pay for redeeming a few fun coupons just quietly. Well, but, I redeemed fun coupons that I didn't have. Yeah. When which is the real f- issue. Fun coupon debt, there's <laughs> side, there is there is ripple effects to that. And part of that is head noise and genuine not so great times. Yeah. Yeah. Put it this way. I haven't had a beer this week. Mm. And I've been to the gym like three times. So that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> You're back on the straight and narrow. I've like... Actively trying to be healthy. I've also joined AA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, where I'm at this week. Mm. Total and utter burnout after the silly season. I actually came back and like I had a, like three or four days or th- maybe three days after loss before I went back to work. And first shift I went back, I was like, well, I actually feel like pretty well rested. Like I'm, I think I'm all right. I think I had a good thing. I think those couple days, you know, I think they really saved me. Second day back, no good. No. Rattled. No good. It all caught up to me. In this, entered the spiral. Entered the spiral. Entered the rabbit hole, into the spiral. Have you ever seen that video of that jellyfish that gets caught in like the air bubble? No, I've never seen there's that. There's like someone like blow it. There's like a, a jellyfish underwater. And someone, you know, you can blow like air rings, like bubble rings. Someone blew like a bubble ring at the jellyfish. And the jellyfish like got caught up in the, and like got caught up in the air bubble and, and twisted just, out. That's what I felt like this week. Spiraling out of control. Yeah, spiraling out of control. Um, but no, we're good. Good to have the podcast back. Mm. Um, back. You know, a few logistical issues got here on a Thursday. We managed to get it out. Um, we were, we were going to do it last week before... The cricket. Before but day three of the Boxing Day test. No, before the SCG test. Sorry, SCG test. Excuse me. Come on, mate. Yeah, I went, well, I, yeah, I went there with a couple of the lads. Uh, got rained out the whole day, so ended up just sitting in pubs and ended up 
going to the great man Shashank's place. It was also got, I've almost never been more drenched in my life. How far is Shashank's from here? Isn't he not far? Like, it's I don't think it's cl- far now. It's close to the SCG. It's yep. on near Cleveland Street. Yeah, so I um, keep forgetting he lives out here now. But yeah, so that was cool. And then we kind of did a bit of a pub crawl, if you will. Ended up at Ark, the gay club. You ever been there? No, never heard of it. Great time. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Were there lots of like cricketers out and about? Cricket fans? N- not really at the gay club, but like everywhere else. Yeah, there was plenty. Okay. Yeah. How'd but, you end up at the? Well, because everywhere else was kind of closing up. What time was this? This was at about 12.30. Oh, at night? Yeah. Oh, so you... It was me, Harry and Campbell at this point and we had actually just been kicked out of the other venue that we were at before. Was everyone else at the other venue? I think so, yeah. Um, but we were... You know when you, you're just charging? You know when like you're on the beers and it's like all momentum and someone goes, let's go here and you're just like, yes. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But it was fun. It was, it was a good time. Um. And then, yeah, so cricket was good. Didn't see much cricket. Zero cricket, but to be completely honest. Yeah, plenty of beers were had, nonetheless, on that day. Um, you know, general, we'll have a bit of general Christmas and New Year's chat now. Was your Christmas good? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, Chrissy what was good. What did you do? Chrissy was uneventful. Um, saw the family, just um, my cousin's house during the day. No RNT for me. I had to drive back here. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sensible Christmas as well. Yeah, I don't really have like I kind of said it before Christmas, but my family's not like everyone like gets on the beers and plays backyard cricket. Yeah, it's like very like there's lots of kids now at my one. Mm. It's just it's very calm. Mm. Well, we have a couple of bevies, but no one's really like lifted the roof off it yet yeah. per se. You know? I feel like you just need one other cousin on the same wavelength as you and you guys could yeah. make Actually, something happen. To be fair, we had our first Christmas as like just like only a – like there was only six of us, but yeah, usually yeah. we do it with these other families. Yeah. Um, and there I forgot – you've met Jamie before. Yeah. So I don't know. I know him, I think. I've yeah, anyway. Um, but he's like our age mm. and he's kind of like – I mean, we're not related, but like cousin – Cousin, cousin energy. Cousin energy, like that kind of thing. And, yeah, so usually we have a good time, but he wasn't there this year. But, like, still had a great time. I'm not saying I had a bad time. Yeah. Because I know my mum listened. So, yeah. mum, I'm not saying I had a bad time at Christmas. I had a great time spending it with you and everyone else. But. It was sensible. It was very sensible. Everyone was chilling. It was, yeah, it was a nice time. However, the best thing about Christmas is the next day is Boxing Day. Which is my favourite day of the year, yeah. as I may have stated before. Up Anzac Day and Boxing Day 1 and 2. They're Interesting. pretty close. What, is it just because of the cricket that you love about it so it's much? Just like, I it's ex- a good time. I was it? explaining it to this American person at my work. Christmas is for the family. Boxing Day is for the adults. Yeah. Yeah? You, yeah. you rip and tear on Boxing Day. It's always good weather. I've never had a bad Boxing Day. Yeah. yeah it's actually a great point. Like when has the weather been bad on Boxing Day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. So, I'm, touch wood. But- Great day. Had Friendmas. Um, Coin toss at what? 10.15? Yeah, we started riffing pretty early. Well, not you, but, you know, also the Australian test. Oh, yeah, that was on too. I don't know. It's just a good... It's what just time a, was your coin toss? Oh, not long after this. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was... Yeah, I don't know. It was a good day. Boxing day, always fun. New Year's was a, was a was an event as well. It was a good day. What did you do for New Year's? I went to, with the, the inter, couple of the internationals from work, we were at the Manly 9 o'clock fireworks and I went to my friend's party, which was lit. Great time. Um, 
uh, I live about five minutes away from where the party is. Oh, five minute nice. walk. That five helps. minute walk. That's all. It took me twenty minutes to walk home. Not even kidding. Oh. <laughs> it was yeah. But Bit of garden carnage. On yeah. The way back, no, no garden carnage. Um, there's I don't really. There's no gar- garden to cause carnage in anymore. But um, yeah. Nonetheless, it was uh, it was a good night. Uh, and then I went to field day the next day. How was that? It was sick actually. It was really good. Yeah. Had a great time. It looked good. It, was, it actually sounds like, and I, th- I feel like we'll get into it later potentially, but similar to Lost, it seems like kind of the whole security police presence has kind of eased a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know whether we're more kind of like we're used to it, but it wasn't that hectic. No, you said it wasn't. I wasn't. Like there was dogs, like sniffer dogs, and like there's obviously cops around because like, has to be standard, like yeah. whatever, like that's just how it is. But like I saw two dogs, but they weren't walking around. They were just like on the street and just like standing there. And anyone who walked, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't as hectic as I've like you see sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it felt like there was kind of the the best acts that weren't performing at kind of the three other biggest festivals or bigger festivals on the day mm. were all there, mm. which. Yeah. Cachanada. Cachanada was there. That was cool. Patrick Topping, Hain Dijon. Bicep was really cool, I thought. Oh, yeah. Bicep, Bicep closed. They played like a like a 10-minute version of Glue. Nice. And everyone was frothing. Everyone, everyone was loving it. Yeah. Um, who else was good? Oh, it's escaped me right now. But, yeah, nonetheless, it was a good time. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of that was kind of the general... The general gist and then just working in between. That's kind of all that's been happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. How's Lost? I know you went to Lost with uh, a big extended group of ours. Lost was good. It was kind of like, it feels like so long ago now. It's almost hard to Mm. sort of recall what happened. Yeah. But awesome festival. Had the best time. Um, Lost kind of like... It's been tarnished over the last like four or five years. I'm sure you've heard the sort of narrative that goes around re-lost. It's hot. I think the it's last one they went to, the last one they went to, yeah, exactly. Hot and over-policed. So it was like 38 degree days and stuff yeah. last time everyone was there. So I think everyone was a little bit scarred. Mm. Um, it was, we got blessed with unreal weather. First day was pretty hot while we were setting up our tents and stuff, which was kind of scat. Um, but bearable hot, kind of like 30 degrees hot, 32 mm. degrees, nothing, mm. nothing crazy. And then all the other days were like 27. So it was nice. So n- nice, pleasant hot. Um, and I think I was carrying like, you know, like a lot of the people that would have been there, carrying PTSD from Splendor. Mm. <clears throat> so the fact that the festival was just like well organized mm. Just made it so blissful. That's what I've heard. The people, just the general, the general uh, feedback was that it was very enjoyable and well, it went smoothly. Like yeah, there was no hiccups. Yeah, it just went smoothly. And I think like I kind of went in with the attitude to loss that like I went in kind of, you know, with the mindset looking to criticize the festival. Mm. I was like looking for things, you know, because at Splendor we were criticizing everything because it was a, it was shambles. It was a shit show. It was a shit show, and. There was just nothing really to criticize about Lost. Mm. I got to like day four and I was like, you know what? I'm actually having a really good time. Mm. Oh, well, there was there was kind of like not enough showers, but you know, that's if I'm being nitpicky. But like if we could be honest, you had a festival, how many showers are you really having? Well, we showered every day. 
Well, you try to, but like, if you don't get around to it, you don't get around to it. You're at a festival. It comes with the territory. Like, you know, you're going to, an element of personal hygiene does get sacrificed. Yeah. At, in, camping alone or yeah. at a festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it comes, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, we, um, but did you see actually the Beyond the Valley yeah. stuff? Like how it took some people nine hours to yeah. get out? Yeah. But that was like when I went, so it took ages to get in, but it was like, but although we got there somewhat early and it still took a while, but when we were setting up, there was still people. So you could see the road to come in from where our yeah. campsite was, yeah, yeah, yeah. like winding around the hill. And there, it was like the cars were still backed up. So to get in, I remember when I went, it probably would have taken some people eight hours. Yeah. Whereas this time to leave, it took that long. Well, imagine being scat and like running on minimal supplies. I mm. imagine going out, mm. no water. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's like, it's actually like, I'm surprised, like almost surprised everyone was okay. Well, it turned, it massively turns people off going. I did. I didn't. Doesn't. I'm not going next time. That's what. There's pe- no way. Like seeing that, people are like, no way am I gonna take this long. Blah 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 no. blah. I just hope that kind of stuff doesn't happen when we go to pitch. No, nah, no, nah, it doesn't. Pitch is awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. By the way, pitch is awesome. Yeah. Played um played a bit of cricket at Lost. Yeah. Couldn't help myself but bring this up. Yeah. There we go. Tell me about it. Yeah, How'd you go? Pretty good. How'd you go? It's pretty good. I'll say this though. Few few pretty good friends of the show were. Pretty expensive with the ball in hand. Dispatched. Dispatched. By yours truly? By yours truly. Oh, you beauty. Yeah, a bit of an innings by me. It's funny when like when someone you don't want to get out, like fa- you, you f- like I was facing Jared. Okay. Jared Jared steps up. Instant, just zoning in. You're Full concentration. Yeah. I'm sending you out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shot and of the day? Shot and of, I did. I wouldn't say day. shot of the day, but you know. Couple nice drives down the ground. I was happy when Jared stepped up. Put it that way. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah, ready yeah, to yeah. take him on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 All Which right. was good. Tully as well. Thanks for coming. Oh. Um, awesome. They bringing bringing a cricket set, and we had like this awesome little space because we were kind of in the corner of the campsite. So we had this awesome like it was like a little horse track. Mm. So it was literally a perfect circle oh. for a cricket pitch. It was fucking awesome. Oh, lovely. Um. Because there was like a there was like a massive group of you that went. Hey, there was like thirty or more. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, that was it was huge. insane. We had like five or six gazebos. It was like a little village. It was a village. It's it like really a was. Village. We um, did anyone bring the decks for the after party? No, nah, no, nah. no, not done nah. effort. To I that. actually, I was that guy. One night, people came back, and there was a lot of there was a few people already in bed and stuff, and people came back at like three, mm. and it was only like a handful of them. But they just started like blasting music on our campsite, right? At like late in the, late in the night, and I was just lying there like staring at the roof, and I was like, "I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna be that guy." And I like went out. And I was like, "Guys, I love you, but please, you're so loud, turn the music off." And then everyone got kind of rattled and went to bed. Oh, so dude. I actually, for the first time in my life, I was the guy. I How was, did that feel? Did I was you the like? Dad. Did you like look in the mirror in the morning and be like, I've changed, like I've fully changed as a person? Maybe. Like, yes and no. Cause like, I feel like the context of it was like, it was kind of warranted. I don't think I would ever do that. Ever. Really? I don't think I'd ever do that. Yeah. I was just so off it, dude. I was like, so tired and just lying there. And I was like, I have to do it. But granted, like, I had at least four people come up to me the next morning and be like, thank you. Really? Yeah. Mm, but you know, it's kind of a weird one, like telling your friends off. 
Because it's like, it's nothing personal. I didn't even know who was out there. I just knew that they were annoying me. And I was like, I've got to go and tell them to shut up. Damn, that's, ma- that's a massive move from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't see myself doing that. I also- and it wasn't in like a malicious way. Like I said, there's nothing personal about it. Yeah. I don't care who's out there. You've just got the music up too loud. And it wasn't like dude, I was you, sitting- But the thing is, you know the word getting on the street that, okay, he's a little buzzkill, dude. Like, he told us like, like, dude, like, he told us to turn the music down. It's like, we're at a festival, man. Like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But I feel like, hear me out here, festival in summer, you know, sun comes up, you're up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sun hits your tent, you're awake. But also, similar to the shower situation, noise and not sleeping, you are at a festival, comes with the territory. But the whole campsite was silent, apart from ours. Do you know what I mean? Look, it was a big call to make. I made it. I did it. And I'll wear that. I'll wear that. Mate, the hardest choices require the strongest wheels. (laughs) Who said that? All the scattered people. One <laughs> or two. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. Good festival. I'll say this though, once again, I've already said it to you since you've been back. Go on then. Genesis Owusu, dude. Great. Incredible. You froth him. You incredible. Froth. Like he is the most incredible live performer. Like everyone just goes and everyone loves it. And it's almost like, who was your favorite act at the festival other than Genesis? That's kind of what it's like. Right. Okay. You would fucking love him. So they're, they're great. Yeah, it's one dude. It's one dude. Okay. You have been saying to me for weeks. Like, to get s- on him. So I should. Yeah. I should. I'll, um, I'll, I'll try to show you some of his stuff after this. It's okay. just like the most like, he kind of like jumps between like such an electric, like pump up, like, like hype sort of like music, like where everyone's like almost like borderline moshing. Mm. And then he'll drop it back to like real sort of like groovy, like funky. Right. Just like so he's got awesome a bit of range. Music, bit of range. range. It Don't feels like it feels like we're watching someone who's like just on their way to being like an international, an international superstar. And it's like, it's it's awesome. It's weird when you see that because although it's like, I mean, he's a bit of a meme in a way. Not a meme, but like quite the, the character now. Let's just say, but like with Fisher. Yeah. I remember we saw, oh, what year was it? Was it 2018 at Mountain Sounds? Yeah, and this was like, it was like, it was like the last the show. Peak of him. No, it was the last show he probably did where he was like not on the main stage. Kind oh, of thing. it must have been 17. Because when I was in Europe. Maybe, maybe it was 17. When then. I was in Europe in 2018, that was when losing it came Yeah, out. okay, okay. So it must have been 17. Before, yeah. So that we saw, I saw him at the bus stage at Mountain Sounds, like just before he got. He went psycho. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. massive. And I remember being showed like a couple of his songs in the car and being like, oh, yeah, that sounds like, sounds really good, blah, blah, blah. And then seeing me, wow, that was like, that was sick. And then next and we thing you know. we were frothing it then. Yeah, it? oh, mate, frothing when it. We were and 18, to be fair, like, like see, his song, those song, the first songs he did were mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like stop it and all yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah. on. If you, like don't like, a, if you don't like that song, like yeah. get out of it. <laughs> but when... <laughs> And then he just went, just yeah. took off. Mm. And then he kind of had that, like two, three years where he was just like, well, he still is massive, but, you know, if yeah. you're looking at him as like a like a product, I guess, he definitely accelerated and like peaked like 2020. Yeah. 2018. I reckon 2019, Yeah, 2018. Like that, that three years. When losing of, it came out, I reckon, was the peak. Yeah. And yeah. That's he, not, he got massive. That's not to compare him to Genesis. No, but I'm just trying to give an example. For sure. When you've seen someone and then – or it's like when you hear like people – those stories of people's parents who like – or even your own parents might say like, oh, I saw um, In Excess at, you know, 
the RSL or something before. Dude, my dad loves this yarn because he was like, "Yeah, your dad." You have said this. You have said this before. Kel Bryan, one of the greats. His um, you know, one of his one of his yarns that he will spin frequently is how he used to see in excess at the uh, Plantation Hotel in Coffs Harbour. Yeah, well, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. His his story was like he started. My dad was kind of like the first one out of his mates to realize this is his story. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know how much GST is on <laughs> yeah, it. We'll have to, yeah. We'll have to call him in. Um, <laughs> there's at least, there's at least 8% GST. From, from my, from my memory of, of his recollection of it is that he was kind of the first one of his mates to sort of recognize how good these guys were. Mm. And he said, he remembers sort of watching them and looking around and no one else really either being into it or just being there. And then he said within like, you know, six months to a year, a couple of years, whatever. Just massive. Everyone's down there. Right. Everyone's down there watching. And then mm. soon enough, you know, they're playing all yeah. Australia and then all the world. Well, they were the biggest band in the world at one point in time. Like they were huge. Like they, like. Forest Kalani sure. product, right? Yeah. Forest High. True. Um, Davison. Dave, was it at Forest? No, Dave, I think maybe both even. Okay. But Dave O. I think um, Michael Hutchinson went to Forest. Yeah. But <laughs> I think my mum was telling me. That U2 was, like, open for them. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how that works chronologically. Yeah, look, I don't – that's what I've just been told. I don't know how the ages work. Yeah. That's a vibe thing. But I've been told that, but I know how true it is. But, like, they were massive at one point in time. They do have some absolute tracks as well. It's quite – Who, in excess or U2? Both, but, like, in excess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I they always get pumped on Triple M. Oh yeah, and I'm not that mad about no, it. No, no, yeah, yeah. But no. like the song I love from NXS is the one that's like "I Need You Tonight." Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, it's a good one. That's I mean I think I heard that on Channel Max mm. when I was like eleven. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Yeah, the song. Growing up, you know how people say like, "Oh, I know." Like Jared always says, "Oh, like my parents always listen to the Strokes. That's why I love yeah. them so much." I didn't really have that. Like my parents, I don't really remember my parents sort of like having music on all the time or whatever, mm. the only band they played was U2. Yeah, really. So, like, I never really got fully into U2 in the way that they mm. are or, you know, whatever. Mm. But I do I do, I do, do like them. I remember the music that they would play when I was in the car and stuff. I remember that. Like, Dad, like, Fatboy Slim, or they'd listen to Stone Roses, um, Primal Scream, Rolling Stones, uh, Prince, uh, what else? Green Velvet. My dad mm, used to yeah, love Green a, Velvet. So I remember listening to Green Velvet. Um, what else? There's just like, I don't know. There's so many. Oh, I'm just thinking. Anyway, that's all that can come to mind. That's a couple. But like, you know, it kind of, but it also shapes like what music you like listening to as well in a way. I feel I like. I think so. For some people anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't know. But it's cool. I think. I think definitely. I think definitely. Because I love all those bands and artists now. I feel like, like I said, with my parents, U two was kind of like the only one. So we'd almost like me and my sisters would almost like roll our eyes when it would come on. So anything else but U two was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I do like U two. It's not U two slander <laughs> at all. I'm just saying there was definitely moments where like you know when like your mum and dad would like sing and you'd be like shut up, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Kel Bryan rips the air guitar. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, loves it. Um, any, any, f- well, you know, we love to talk about a bit of anomics on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. In many variety of contexts or subgenres, I would say lossonomics is a sub sub genre of 
uh, Ravenomics, Campanomics. Yeah. And I dare, yeah, I'd say that's a good a good mix of the two. It kind of falls somewhere in between. If there was a Venn diagram, this would probably be, you know, in the middle under a wider branch of um, Ravenomics. Raven, yeah. So Which like is perfect, a fe- festival anomics. Because they were the two kind of OG ones. They were. And Campanomics, obviously the OOG. Yeah. You know, but it all, they all connect in some way or another. Um, this is the love child of those two. Mm. So tell me what any good deals went down or any simple, simply good trades. Oh, this is a made. great question. This is a great question. I actually don't know. Or any, any item that you thought was, you know, imperative at the time and actually came, you didn't expect to be, have the success and be used as much as it did. But in the end it was, it was very important. Look, I should I didn't actually put too much thought into this and it was, you know, like I said, it was a few weeks ago now. So you kind of caught me off guard a bit here. So it was no tinfoil. The holy grail of my lost experience was that I put a whole case of beers inside my air mattress. Mm. So every day at lost, I just had like six beers to drink. Beautiful. Just to start, just to get me up and about, just to get me up and about. Yeah. Which was like awesome. I'd like, like, Beer's my favorite. Like I'll never like You do love beers. I love beers. That's I don't really like drinking any other <laughs> oh, fuck But like I we love... all love beers, but I mean it in the sense I don't really drink other drinks. Yeah, you don't. I, I pretty strictly drink beers. Mm. So the fact that I wasn't stuck with like vodka orange juice or anything was awesome. So that it, I would much rather vodka orange juice. I'm gonna assume both were warm. No, no. Cold. Yeah, because yeah, you could buy ice there. Okay, true. Well I would much rather vodka OJ. Nah. Not for me, mate. Mate, little not vodka lime soda in the mix there. You're talking my language. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely talking my language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vodka lime soda to me is what spinach would be to Popeye. Okay. I love Nice. It. I love, that is my drink of choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my drink of choice. Is that what? If I it, had to, because it's the most available and the tastiest, in my opinion. Is that the explanation for your extraordinary rig? That is true. Much similar to Popeye. Yeah. To be fair, I do have a bit of a fucking ice cream rig right now. Bit of yeah. A soft serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of a soft serve. At the moment, you know, not much you can do. Comes with the territory of silly season. Well, we here can we get- are. But alas. But this leads us on to the next point. We can get into this. 2023, the gym. Yeah. Cody was talking to me about going back to the gym. Yeah. Like I said, you know. People getting their rig, their house in order, making commitments for the year that they do not intend to keep, but they'll make a good crack. And the gym, going to the gym, getting healthy, healthy, is one of the... The cornerstones of this period. Yeah, 100%. And this is absolutely the worst time to be a gym goer as someone, you know, I'm not going to say I go regularly, Mm. but I would say I at least go enough times in a month over the course of a year to consider myself. You go to the gym. I I feel like if you go once every two weeks, you go to the gym. Yeah, I would say I go to the gym, right? This is the worst time of year to go to the gym. Like you say, because I'm there to get, you know, my own head and my own house in order yep. again, just to really try and rein it back in. Yeah. But so is every other person. <laughs> like the first two or three weeks of January is the worst because <laughs> like you say, everyone's like, oh, two, 2023, new year, new me. Let's go. People get into the gym and then they inevitably fail. Come February, that gym will be, there'll be, tum- there'll be tumbleweeds going through. It'll be gym. back. It, it's back to normal. Yeah. So I'll say, but the thing about my gym, dude, which is, you know, interesting is everyone that goes there is absolutely shredded out of their mind. Really? And like, you know, I'm like a grain of rice with arms and legs. You know, I'm a cooked piece of spaghetti on a good day. I'm a yeah. string bean. I've got nothing on me. You used to be a penne pasta, mate. 
I'm just, I'm just a little bit of penne passer. And I'm sitting there, you know, just trying to wrap out some some bicep curls with the lightest dumbbell possible. And I've got Poseidon on my left. <laughs> <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger on my right. Why is he screaming? <laughs> and Thor recording a set in the corner of the gym. Everyone's screaming. The yeah. guy over there is glistening. I'm not sure if he's wet or oiled <laughs> up. It's just so intimidating. I was in the gym month. Well, this was a while ago, but and there's this guy doing like the shoulder press machine, and he's going ah, 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 every time he's lifting it. Like you cannot be going that hard. Like I respect. People do though. I respect that. Obviously, everyone has their own process, and you got to. Like I'm not, I'm not shaming anyone for the way they work out, but I was like, fuck, that's a fair bit of mayo for a shoulder press. <laughs> There's a lot of like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. spinning everywhere. I was like, Jesus Christ, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm it, down. It's full on. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. <laughs> it is. But I mean, sure, everyone carries on at some point, but I thought that was just a little bit too far. Also, on the shredded front, just like in the gym, you always notice. There's, I don't know whether. People who are really ripped try to do this or not. I'm also very jealous. So this is this is not this is not a criticism. I'm actually genuinely impressed. But when they do a feat of strength that you're going, that is that's how how are you doing that? How are you pulling that? Um one that comes to mind was there was these in the gym I used to go to, there was these like monkey bars, like chin up bar kind of things in the middle. This guy, he would have been out six three, six four. He was pretty built. He was doing chin ups with the metal belt, the metal yeah, the strap, the thing. strap, but Something had a massive, wooden. a massive chain, massive metal chain, and there was a twenty kilo, done like weight, weight wrapped around it. Yeah, so it's probably like another twenty five kilos, and I reckon he would have been easy a hundred kilos. Yeah, easily a hundred kilos. Yeah, and he was doing sets, sets, not just individual chin ups. Sets of chin-ups with that on. <laughs> people are so strong. I, I stopped what I was doing and I was watching. And I think I caught some other people doing the same thing. I'm just going, mm. how, that is actually, how are you doing that? Mm. You machine. I was shocked. I was genuinely shocked. It's so impressive. That's the most impressive feat of strength I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm like 55 kilos dripping wet and I can almost do one and a half chin-ups, maybe. After I go down the first time, yeah. I absolutely can't guarantee I'm going back mm. up. Yeah, chin, chin-ups, they're sneaky very hard. Oh, yeah. Like you look at something new chin-up, you're like, that looks easy. Just pulling yourself up, right? It's, a very, it's harder than it looks. Mm. When, those, when those types of people come up to me, like sometimes I'll be at the gym, you know, I'll be on a machine, whatever. Say I'm on like, you know, the cable roll, whatever. Some yoke dude will come up to me. I could be on my first set. He'll be like, hey, man, how many sets you got left? I'll be like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Not all yours, bro. All yours. I'm just, actually finished. I'm no, finished. I'm going home, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going home, dude. Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah. I'm finished. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck, the gym is such an interesting place. It is. It's so like encouraging that like everyone mm. should come, but like mm. the atmosphere is just so... Not, and, and okay, that's not to say like all these yoke dudes, these guys shredded out of their minds. I'm sure if you went up to them and you're like, hey man. But they've got impeccable gym etiquette. I was going to say, I was going to say like, if you go up to them and you're like, hey dude, I don't know how to do this exercise. Can you help me? They'd probably show I'd you. I'd say nine out of 10 of those guys are like, yeah man, I'll show you. Because they would love it. Yeah. It's like passing down the knowledge. Yeah. But they're walking around with their headphones on mm. and they're, you know, mm. they're like deltoids that are out here. Yeah. You know, the wingspan of an American eagle. <laughs> Eagle. Yeah, it's, it's so intimidating. 
Yeah, it is. It's a lot to take in, but they're probably all lovely guys, though. Yeah, totally. But it's just when they're like in the gym, you can tell that's like they're in the zone. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. That's like that. That's It'd be like watching you pour a beer. It's like don't disturb it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man's at work. Yeah, right it's, now. It's, it's, you know? you're watching your master. At leave, work, leave yeah. him be. Yeah, leave him yeah, be. Yeah. You know? If I ever get to the point where like you know I'm in good enough shape to stop wearing shirts, mm. I'm absolutely never going to wear a shirt. Yeah, just to let you know. Just well, to, like, it's like you always see everyone. people, you know, especially in summer in Manly, doing the Shelly Shelly to Man like that Manly run. Yeah, shirtless. Yeah. And some you're like, yep, fair enough. Yeah. Some you're like, mate, put the shirt on. <laughs> put your fucking shirt on, mate. Come on, <laughs> Come on mate. Don't, don't do that. It's so you good. You can't get away with that. It is good when you see someone running with a, you know, soft serve rig. Yeah. You're like, mate, respectfully, for, for the respect out of the people around you, yeah. put that tank top back on. Speak, yeah. Speaking of someone who also, you know, has the soft serve rig, nothing wrong with trying to better yourself, but just have a bit of etiquette. There's people around. <laughs> There's kids around, mate. There's kids around here, mate. This is a family area. Have you got any um have you got any gym goals for the year or any, any fitness health goals for the I year? I don't know. I don't have any I don't have any I do don't you plan any... on do you how's your gym going at the moment? I don't going... I don't. I don't. But I need to go back, but I don't. Would you like to go back? Or are you I kind would. of not do you not care? Where are you at? I feel like if I started going I would care again, but I just I'm I'm not It's not a priority. Right Look, right I don't know what this year's gonna bring. Uh, the 2023 grind set has not been formed yet, if you will. Mm. Um, last year I made some, well, what are they called? Resolutions. I thought you were going to say poor choices. No. Yeah. yeah but that is also <laughs> that, that true, that too. Yeah. Um, I did not complete any of them. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I need to pick ones that I can do. I actually don't know if we made any, we should probably go back and watch that app from this time last year. Yeah, we could. Um, however, look. No, no goals yet. Maybe I've got to think about them first and not mm. just say them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I have a very minor goal. One singular minor goal. Journey to 60. Outside of getting absolutely shredded out of my mind this year. Yeah. I would like to be able to touch my toes. You can't touch your toes. I can, but it's not convincing. I'd like to be able to place both hands. Really? You know when people can place can. both hands on the I floor? I can. Nice. Like good, like awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do that as well. Unlucky. I feel like there's an element of it though. That is genetic. No. Or I can't maybe. imagine you're stretching every single day. Maybe. Do you know? I feel like you and I would stretch the same amount. No, is that a fair I'm thing? Pretty, I would say I probably stretch more. I'm, I'm pretty pro stretch. You, you don't stretch? Know. You don't know that. How often do you stretch? Every day, mate. Really? Every day. No, I don't know. You stretch when you stretch, mate. You don't plan to you, you that's, know. No, that's what I'm saying. I reckon you and I stretch. We play sport the same amount. Yeah. Like, I reckon we'd st- I'm not even – look at my – I should be able to touch my toes proportionately. Mm. Yeah, I'm 5'1". That is kind of embarrassing, dude. Like, why can't you do I that? don't know. Like, I can do these ones yeah. almost. But, like, when it's like – I, you know, when I'm bending over, it's not – It's not It's not convincing. Like I said, it's – yeah. No, no. I wouldn't – like you say you don't go to the gym, I can't touch my toes. Well, keep going there, bud. You'll get there one day. Huh? I'm trying. <laughs> you know, that's maybe this time next year. Yeah. I'll be there. I reckon make that a goal. Lock it in. I probably have the shortest legs this side of the bridge as well, so there's no excuse really. Yeah, couple, yeah, couple safety pins. <laughs> Set of safety pins down there. Well, anyway, that's me for uh, look, that's me for this year. I think you'd be right. Um, something we were discussing before the pod, we were discussing on the topic of the new year, things that 
few ins and outs. Could be in or could be out this year. Um, you know, some of them to be taken more lighthearted than others. Yeah. You pick which ones you think are. But, you know, at the same time, they could happen. You want to start us off? Okay, I'll, we'll do ins first. Ins yeah, first. Ins first. Okay, in this year, this is a bit of a smoky, okay? This is a bit of a smoky, but I reckon it could be it could be right. Sydney nightlife, smoky to come back. Yep. Smoky to come back, whether it's through like changing of lockout laws. I think they did change them last year, didn't they? I feel like it's been getting a little, not better, but like I feel like, I don't know, there's a bit of a different... Well, I don't yeah. know whether it's because I'm going out in the city more, so I notice it. No, definitely. And, like, the same with Lost and Field Day. There was just, like, less police presence. Mm. The security wasn't as hectic. Like, I don't think there was any strip searching at Lost. I don't know what it was I, like. Because I do know that Dom Perte, he he wants to make Sydney more of a 24-hour city. And part of that is having a nightlife. Well, so he should. It's, like, good for the economy. So like, It is good. And if we're going to make it... More of a tourist city. There's gonna you need to do things at night, not just during like Sydney during the day. Lots to do. Yeah, Be- like like during the day. Yeah, mate. There's like there's tons of things to do. You know, not only just like going to a nice bars, restaurant, but there's like beaches, walk. There's something for everyone, pretty much. Mm. But during the night, not as much. Two thirty in the CBD. It's like, are we going to the casino or are we going to Macca's? Yes, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm hearing you loud and clear. Yep. So. I don't know. I feel like maybe, maybe it could be on the comeback a little bit for 2023. I hope so. I don't think that's necessarily a hot take, but I just think, I don't know. Just that's a good vibe. point. I, wanna, I was going to say before you mentioned Dom, how much of that is like a, a follow-on effect from Gladys's resignation? Probably a lot to do with it. That was her whole crusade. She sucked. She's good in some ways, but bad in that she way. She hated young people. It's huh? whatever. Yeah. But, you know, that's my one prediction. Cody, you've got one. One thing I think that's, that'll absolutely be in this year, mm. Gangster. Saying Gangster, the things. Yep. That's in. Could be back. I reckon it's in. And it'll catch what, on. What starts this? TikTok trend or what? Me and you. So that, is that the official slogan of the pod? No. I'm just going to push it and I reckon it'll catch on. Okay. Much in, like in the, the social circles? Much like the infectious keep... tongue wag, which oh. is absolutely... That took off. That took off. That we we that was us. That we took that off. We made that a thing. If you listen to this podcast and you don't stick your tongue out after saying one of the worst jokes of all time, <laughs> I'd be shocked. <laughs> Mate, it I'd is it, it's infectious and frankly, it is also hilarious. And it's gangster, <laughs> to be completely honest. Oh man, it's one of the most gangster things I've ever seen in my life. Um, I like that one. Bring it back, I say. Um yeah, let's. We'll just start inserting. Just keep it. going. We'll just start planting the seed. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'll roll with that. That's sure. a good one. What do you got? My other one. Uh, not that I will partake, but I think smoking will come back in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I'm on board with this again. I, I think I think smoking's going to make a comeback. I think people are going to get over vapes. I reckon smoking's going to come back in. Yeah, you know, maybe you could see. I was thinking something ridiculous, like maybe. Like Harry Styles smokes on stage at a performance, mm. then everyone just, or you know, because anything he seems to do, boys and girls seem to love it. Yeah, you know, I he, honestly, he wore pearl necklace. Everyone started wearing pearl necklace. Yeah, you know, it might be a hot take, dude. But he I, started wearing feminine clothing. 
Everyone started wearing family I think clothing. if everyone who vapes started smoking cigarettes, it would honestly be healthier. For like... Well, we don't know. We don't. We're assuming so though, right? Like, who knows? Dude, we're seeing... Tic- like, I'm seeing TikToks all the time of people who are like our age being like, oh, my lungs just collapsed. Yeah. Because I charged five vapes a week for the last year and a half. Yeah, that's cool. That's like, yeah, five vapes is the equivalent to like eight decks of darts, that's I think. Fun. I don't know. But you're not going to smoke eight decks of cigarettes in a week, right? No. Someone made a good point to me about it. Someone was like to me, I'm quitting va- I'm picking up smoking, I'm quitting vaping. Or I'm going back to smoking, I'm not vaping anymore. And I was like, wow, that sounds really dumb. Why would you go back to smoking to stop vaping? Mm. And he was like, well, dude, you don't, you don't light a dart when you're on the toilet. You don't light a cigarette when you wake up at 1 a.m. in the morning. That's a good you don't point. light a cigarette when you wake up first thing and you go and get a coffee. Well, some do. Mm. But people wake up and reach for their, reach for their vape. Yeah, it's just there. That people is true. You know what I mean? That is true. People froth it. So I just think like in terms of quantity, like to, in terms mm. of the, the, the vape intake. Yes. Compared to you. like a cigarette intake. I hear you. As detrimental as they both are to your health, and we don't condone either here at the Barflies podcast. Never. Nor are we smokers or vapors. No. But I'm just saying if smoking came back, and vaping just didn't exist, I think it would be better. Which is such a fucked up thing to say, but... Yes, I hear you. Do you I know, know what I mean? Sa- I know what you're saying. Yep. Maybe a long bow to draw. Maybe a long bow to draw. It's but just, think, that's like an opinion. That's not back... It's just like an opinion that's piece. That's entirely subjective. That's an, that's an opinion piece, right? There. That's an opinion. <laughs> that is what we call speculation. Yeah. The bar flies. That's what we do best. We right? just don't know what the long-term impacts are of these vapes, but I... Yeah. It's seeming like it's going to be pretty detrimental. Yeah, okay. That's a fair assessment, I think. Yeah. At least people who are smoking cigarettes know the, the implications, yeah, okay. the consequences and the outcomes of what they're doing. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy to, to agree with that. I'm just very scared. Vapes scare the shit out of me. They scare me. You seem rattled right now. I'm rattled. I'm not going to lie. And when my friends vape, it kind of concerns me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When they vape a lot, mm. when they vape a lot, I'm like, please don't do that. It's weird me out. Anyway, freaking. Sorry for caring about my mates. Whatever. Freaking the man out. All right, and your last. <laughs> my last in. one for this year. It's already been in, but I think we need to take it up a notch this year. Do you reckon everyone needs to be doing this? I think everyone needs to be doing it. Yeah, I'm 23. I don't care. Yep. Grittying. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little cheeky gritty? We were, you know, there's a bit of grittying going on at last. Yeah, mate. It's it's good for the soul. It's good. <laughs> it's good for the soul. Gritty I can see why it took off. I see why it took off. It's fun to do. Yeah, it's a bit cringe and embarrassing, but. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? If you if you get the vibe that you need to bust one out, go on then. Get it out of your system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It is what it is. If you need to knock one out, that's all right. <laughs> if you need to have a cheeky one out the back, go and do it, okay? <laughs> a but gritty in the privacy of your own <laughs> home. is totally fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's totally fine. Um, I'm on board with that one too. So we've got four. That's also because we only could think of four outs and we want it to be nice and even. Yeah. So well, let's move on to the outs. Yeah. Um, my one, first one for the outs, reality TV. Now, over our lifespan, we've seen multiple reality TV shows formed, um, cancelled, uh, you know. Come and go. Come back. And the block, I'm pretty sure, has been cancelled. I'm pretty sure maths is on the way out. Fortunately, but I think, you know, Love Island not really taking it off like it has previously. The Bachelor is rubbish. You know, Australian Idol's coming back. 
does anyone even watch The Voice anymore? I feel like reality TV is dying and I reckon 2023 could be could be it. It could be it. This is a good point. And I actually hadn't thought about this until you just brought it up. But do you think that like there's almost like a honeymoon phase for each reality TV show? Absolutely. To the, absolutely. To the point where like the OG ones, OG seasons of every show seem to be the best. Yeah. Because people get bored or they move on. Well, it's or they, always like, the they same long thing. for the past. It's the yeah. same when like musicians where people long for their first album. True. You know what I mean? Mm. And then they start to change and people are like, no, we want the old stuff. It's like, we well, can't have the old we stuff. It's not how it works. We can't have it. And like we grew up on reality TV, like 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 growing up, like every night on every X channel, Factor. on every channel yeah. there was one or two. Every like season, like there was always something cool, like on. Remember Australia's Got Talent? Australia's Got Talent. Yeah, Big Brother, Old Big Brother. Yeah, shout and out it to Timomatic. Yeah, absolutely, way. absolutely, shout out. But every time I feel like these shows come back, like, they just get worse. Like the Australian Idol that's about to come out, that'll be watched for one season and then it will probably get cancelled. Yeah. No like sh- I don't think anyone's going to watch it. I the- feel like these these shows dying because you got things like Netflix and all like there's streaming options now. So people just there's no like demand for it. Everyone's like, well, there's better quality things that we could be watching. Mm. You know? Yeah. I just and things like Geordie. Like remember Geordie Shaw? How big that was? Jersey Shaw. Yeah. Well, the same thing. Massive. First couple seasons and then now it's dying. It's dying. So the Australian Love Island never really took off. I don't no, think not in the had, same way that the that's UK had, one. That's had like a reboot and everything. So you know, even like recently, Channel Ten had this show called The Challenge, where it was like athletes and reality TV star all stars were on this show, and it was kind of like a mix of like <laughs> The Bachelor, like Love Island slash SAS Australia. And it got, I think it got taken off after weeks. Mm. No one watched it. Mm. So I don't know whether that was because I was on 10 or whatever, but I just think, I think reality TV shows, you know, I think it's hit hit the nail on the head. I think it's, I think it's done. It's gone. Next one. One, uh, <clears throat> one we've got, you know, as customer service workers. Mm. I think people, you know, around the world will rejoice at this. Yes. The customer is always right. That's out. It's out. Gone. 20, I'm sick of it. It's finished. It's I'm done. sick of it. It's done. Customer's not always right. At what point as a worker, I've said this to my boss, you know, I think we should have like one wild card a week where we're allowed to be like, no. no. I agree. I 100% agree. Can I get, hey, I know I didn't or, you know, uh, my chicken's too cold. Can you take it back? No. no. We can't. No. We actually can't. Hey, I know I forgot to tell you at the start, but I actually wanted no cheese on this burger. Can you go and get it sorted? No. No. That's on you, mate. That's on you. That's absolutely on you. Hey, I don't like this oat milk in my coffee. Can I, um, can I have a different one? No. No. You can't. That's what you ordered. Get what you get one. and don't get upset. I would love to see this. I would love to see that be out in 2023. Yeah. I think it's time. I mean, it's had its run for about, what, three decades? Yeah. Come on, give us a break, you know. You get what you get and you don't get upset. You know, it's one of the age-old adages. Was everyone not taught that as a child? I feel like if you weren't brought up on you get what you get and don't get upset, you're the kind of people that we're talking to now where we're like, you know what, you're not right. Yeah. You're just an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you didn't think, you know. 
sometimes if I make a mistake and I and I know I can fix it, I'm also like, I did I did get it wrong though. Yeah. So I now I just have to cop it. Yeah. That was on me. That was on me. That was on me. And usually when those things happen, we will be genuinely apologetic and be like, hey, I'm really sorry. Mm. I messed that up. I'll go get it sorted. But if, but if you don't you, like tomatoes, dude, you're a grown man. To be fair, though, you don't like tomatoes. You literally the other day were going, I don't like cherry tomatoes. No. No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Let's have a blow up real quick. Pause, pause, pause. Blow up real quick. I was here last week. Kate, Kate's girlfriend, made us a beautiful bruschetta. Yeah. Yeah. She's making it. I'm going, oh, aren't you having the same one as us, Cody? Because he had his own little mix on the side. He goes, no, I don't like cherry tomatoes. We're going, but aren't they just normal tomatoes, but just smaller and a bit sweeter? And he goes, no, they're just a bit, oh, I don't know what I don't like about it. We're like, just try a little bit. No, I'm not trying that. <laughs> just try like a tiny bit, dude. Like, it's the same. You'll love it. Like, even with all this mixture on it, you won't taste the difference. No, I will. I don't want it. Blah, blah, blah. Absolute blow up child's behavior. And now you brought that up, it just reminded me of it. And you can't say it didn't happen because it absolutely happened. And you can ask Kate, you can ask EJ, you can ask Kane. Can I, for it. can I defend my case real quick? Try. Okay. This is how, that, this is how it goes. <laughs> right? Kate and I agreed to make bruschetta in the morning. We have a tomato plant in the backyard. We're going to use those tomatoes. Ex-tomato plant. No longer a tomato plant. Don't derail my point here. We had tomatoes in the backyard. Fresh, homegrown tomatoes. You know, we'd agreed we'll use those. As we're shopping, Kate forgot, bought cherry tomatoes. That's fine. Fine with me. Whatever. We got back. Don't try and don't try and you know come at me from the side with cherry tomatoes, dude. They're not the same. And also, for what it's worth, I did try it. I did try it with cherry tomatoes. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I promise. Okay. Ask Kate. I did. All right, fine. Was it that bad? No, it wasn't. And I probably would have eaten it with cherry tomatoes on it in hindsight. But I don't. And I said this as well. I'll eat cherry tomatoes like in a dish. Like if it's in pasta or something, I'll eat it. Mm. You know, I'll, it's fine. It's whatever. I'm not a, I'm not a child. But if you're going to hand me one, a raw a raw cherry tomato. But it wasn't raw, it was in the mixture. Yeah, and in hindsight, you guys were probably right. <clears throat> you're probably right. You're probably right. Thank you. So, sue me for having a preference. I will say though, I don't f with cherry tomatoes. <clears throat> don't like them. Back don't foot. Like them. Back foot. Yeah, a little bit. Back foot. A little bit. Serious back foot. A little bit. Yeah. Sorry. But also like when people, okay, this is kind of, <laughs> Just I'm kind of, this whole I'm, kind of I'm kind of contradicting myself here because like I will eat cherry tomatoes and things. I just get annoyed when people like get a burger and they pick the tomato off. That is, that is annoying. Like you're an adult. Yeah. You? And have some respect to the chefs. Yeah. Like if my mum cooked me dinner and put cherry tomatoes in it, mm. I'm not going to pick them out. Mm. You know, people who don't have sauce with stuff, I find really weird. That was me for a while. That I find. Do you remember that? No, I didn't used to eat sauce. I still don't like meat pies. I won't put a sauce. I won't put sauce on it. Ridiculous! It's literally it's a it's a, it's a food designed to have sauce on it. But it's so good without it though. But it's so much better with it. Bit no, I feel like it takes away from it. Don't. Okay, you think what you want. To... That's just meat pies. Everything else, I'm kind of like it adds to it. I just feel like people who don't eat sauce, it's odd. It's really odd. And then pe- like I just find it really strange. Yeah. I think like as I've come, I used to kind of be a bit more fussy when I was younger. Mm. I've kind of like as I've become a real adult or like I'm on my way to being a real adult. I'm 23. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to be more open to things and just like 
just eating them because I'm an adult. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just don't pick out the spinach, you know? You're 23. <laughs> yeah. Trying tomato sauce. Really trying like tomato spinach. sauce for the first time is a big moment for everyone. Like, I'm really glad that you got there. Um, <laughs> I that's probably really, did. Dude, that is actually such a massive step, man. Like, props to you. Like, you've really gone out of your comfort zone there to try that. Well, I've been, you know, I've been putting in the hard work. Yeah. Man, you know? Well done. Coming to my own. No, that's bit. actually, that's really sick. That's really awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, Do you right. have anything that you don't eat? I'm not. I'm not a massive tofu guy. That's a, that's fair. It's the texture. That's fair. But I will eat it. But like, I don't. If if I had a choice, yeah, I'm not gonna eat tofu. Yeah, preferably. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we, should we get back? Sorry, let's get back to. <laughs> All right, outs. Let's continue. <laughs> this is your one, kind out, of out this year. This is your one. So out you this year is patience. Get it. Get rid of it. Patience slash giving people the benefit of the doubt for stuff. Mm. Again, I think this kind of stems from, you know, uh, customer service work. No. I feel like I've become a lot more impatient or a lot more intolerable to people not being efficient. Mm. Yes. For example. Or ignorant to the process. I said this to someone the other day and it kind of makes me sound like a dick, but I'm going to say it anyway. The other day I was walking. I love when people say that before a statement. Yeah. Because you're just like. Well, I just want to, I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what you think about this. Yeah, go. I'll, I'll, yeah, the go, other day yeah, I was go. at the shops, right? And I'm walking along, just walking kind of, you know, to the left. Yeah. But near the, sort of near the entrances of the yeah. shops as you do. You stay out of people's way, whatever. Someone walks out of the shop on their own, not talking to anyone. And they didn't like check both ways. They just walked straight out looking the other way, walked right in front of me. Like to the point where the, they walked right in they front of me. They cut you off. Cut me off. We, we pretty much touched. Mm. Like our bodies almost collided. Yeah. And they went, oh, sorry. And I kind of just like looked at them and then just walked around them. Mm. But they just did not look in, mate. They did not look in. Check your blind spot. And like maybe I'm a dick for like being like, oh, you know, it's all good, mate, whatever. Mm. But I just, dude, just have a look. You know, you almost knocked. That's me over. on you. You almost knocked me over. It did annoy me. It annoyed me a little bit. It is bit. annoying when people do that. It's like it's not hard to be. No one likes to be cut off. No, no, in any setting. So I'm not a dick. No, thank you. But I do like. I I love when people say that before then saying the next thing they're about to say. Why? Could I be really rogue? <laughs> it's gonna just be something unreal. Like, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Well, I don't want to be a dick, but and then just come out with something that is like so rogue. Anytime you hear someone say that, you're just like, I'm so ready. Or like when people like, I don't want to be a bitch, but like But like I'm about to be a bitch. Yeah, but like I'm about to say something that yeah. someone is gonna rub someone yeah. the wrong way. Well, I'm glad I didn't think that that was a bad move. <laughs> no, but uh, that is what that's one of my favorite things to hear in a conversation before hearing the next thing. It's yeah, like yeah. gets you excited. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, what is this? That's a great trailer. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? it's a great trailer. For you're like, to come. oh, you, what have you got? What have you got for me? Like, yeah. what is going to be said next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've probably said it a couple of times. Well, I'm definitely would have, but yeah. I'm just saying in general gets me gets me excited to hear what the person's about to say. Yeah. Um, to go to go hand in hand with patience as well is like giving people the benefit of the doubt. I yeah. think I'm kind of over it, which yeah. I guess also goes hand in hand with the customer being right. Because because often you, that means you're you give them oh, I'll be patient I can burn it out, but you don't get the rub of the green from it usually. Yeah, doesn't end up. When's it? When's it? When's the ball? When's the you doing that going to make it bounce your way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. In an element of like karma or if you're being patient for someone else to do something and it ends up not helping you and you're yeah. like, well, I'll give them benefit of doubt. 
No, mate. Maybe we'll stop that. Yeah, you know. It's not working out. No. It's not working out for me. No, he's he's made he's tarnished my day now. Yeah. Now it's my problem. Now it's now I did not I didn't deserve it. I did nothing wrong. I just happened to be there. Yeah. It's affected me. It's annoyed me. It's displeased me to some extent. Mm. And Fuck now, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gee, 2023 sounds like it's going to be quite a ruthless year. Just yeah, I think so. I think we just need to cut the shit, you yeah. know? Let's be... Let's I'm be, fucking... I'm ready. I'm going to be a bit more of an arsehole this yeah. year. See you being nice. I'm just... Yeah, I'm just... I'm just ready to rip and tear. Mm. Um, sounds like I need a new job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... To me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like I need to get yeah, out of You have a quarter-life crisis, mate. Oh, I definitely have. That's right. I had one a couple months ago, so don't worry about How'd it. How'd it go? Good. <laughs> Feeling... Slightly better than I did before. That's good. Yeah. Not made the full transition out yet, but I'm I'm getting there. Trust the process. Um, last one out. Uh, we've discussed Burks and slides many time on this podcast and it's kind of made me think, I think thongs are out for 2023 and they have been on the way out for a while. But now you just see everyone's wearing slides and thongs now. Um, slides and Burks. Yeah, slides and Burks, sorry. While thongs are a staple of the Aussie culture, etc., I do still own a pair of thongs, like most people. But I feel like they're on the out. Would you say? Would you say that Aussie dads are kind of like the king of the hill, last man standing in this scenario? They are, but they are. But my dad also wears slides. He he transitions between the slide and thongs. That's well. That was my point. Like I think it's we're kind of at the at the stage where partners mm. and whatnot yeah particularly in let's you know let's keep it super general here you know australian dads the husbands of our country are the you know the the proud flag bearer of thongs yes and in turn Mm. the you know the partners the wives the spouses yes uh off a fresh you know christmas break Mm. i feel like have presented either a new pair of burks or a new pair of slides for a vast majority of these dads. I would say that's correct. And or children have bought it for their parents. Exactly. Well. Yeah. And I think dads are kind of going to get it to the stage where they go, you know what? Mm. Having that little bit of plastic jammed between my two front toes. The plugger. The plugger. It's actually nice not having that there anymore. Yeah. These Burks. It's freeing. Are actually very comfortable. These Adidas massage slides are really doing the job for me right now. Um, yeah. I, I would agree. However, I still think... <clears throat> Thongs, the bin run, taking the bins out, you chuck thongs onto that. Well, I don't have thongs anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, I think, I think that's the time where I put thongs on the most. Is like, why, why thongs I'm, over slides? Do you go to the cupboard and get the thongs out because you know? You no, well, they just they. I think because the thong or in the old house when we lived in our house, the thongs there was just like a set of thongs that would sit outside, but they were right where the okay. bin, like the the door to the bin okay. were. So yeah, it was like they're the bin thongs. You didn't need them because you just boom and you're out. Yeah, you know, and then you they just got left there. It was no, it was like an unwritten thing. Like no one said anything about it, but it was like they're just the thong, they're just the pair of shoes. The thongs have been left there, and they are for the sole purpose of. And they didn't fit. I don't think they actually fitted anyone's feet right. in the house. They didn't fit mine. They were just I, the average size. They were just four different people. They were just like a yeah. They were just like a generic <laughs> size. And I was like, well, that's I'm like walking out there and it's covering half my foot, but it's like well, it is what it is. This is the bin thongs, all right? Did they – well, that's a that's a good question. Did they actually survive? You mentioned that you moved. Did they survive the move? I don't know. Move? I don't know. They could be still there for the next inhabitants of the house. I don't know. Or they could still be just – It's there. 
I don't know. Well, I'd, I'd say that's probably the best bet. I think it's like passing the torch on. Passing the mantle. So I don't know. I'm unsure where the location of the bin thongs currently, but I think they're out for 2023. So, you know, it is what it is. Well, that's that's us for our ins and outs this year. I hope you are, you know. Yeah. That's taken us to an hour. So maybe we should get... Get into a little bit of some BP, the back page. The back page. A good, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're on the precipice of the worst time of year in terms of sport. Mm. It's the, the cusp no. of, yeah. of the rugby league season, but it's also, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the trough between the summer of cricket mm. and the, the bounce of the ball, if mm. you will. Mm. Um, nothing happens in February. To be fair, oh, sorry. To be fair, although I was saying summer cricket's over, Australia about to go to India. In Isn't that like five weeks away? Still excited. It's like four weeks away now. Yeah. I'd still consider that a trough though, right? Yeah, like, that is a trough. That is a trough. That's a trough of note. Yeah. What True. do we do for the next four weeks? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. The only thing better than watching rugby league on a Thursday night is turning the cricket on at 10.30 in the morning. Yeah, and it's on. And it's on for five days. It's awesome. Yeah, it's unreal. And now it's not – no, we don't have either. So now we're kind of just left here. Like what's doing? Yeah. And we had such a good couple months of everything just all happening at once. World mm. Cups, cricket, blah, blah, blah. And now it's all come crashing down. And I'm, you know, not loving it. Not I'm loving not, that thought. No, not Mick loving it. But – in, in saying that, in saying that, not to be, you know, too down and out, that was a pretty grim start to the back page. Yeah. The one highlight of the summer of cricket in Australia, drawing to a close, is the resurgence of the rugby league chat. And yeah. it's been coming in thick and fast this week. It has. It, it's, it's just been filtering in. Selwyn Cobbo of the Brisbane Broncos made some pretty interesting Comments? Two. There was two rem- two interesting... Yeah, two interesting comments. Of note. Yeah. A comment and then an apology of sorts. He went on a podcast last year mm. and basically said something along the lines of our coach, in brackets, Kevin Walters, is a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, he's a good bloke, but I don't consider him a very good coach. Yeah. Something along the lines there. Mm. Um, he since came out as, you know, it, I don't know how it didn't get brought up last year when it got said, mm. but it's come, it's come to, come to fruition this week. Sometimes that stuff is always, in, well, it's interesting timing because the NRL season's around the corner. So yeah. I reckon someone's been sitting on that for months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he's come out and sort of said, you know, the usual, he didn't play the mental health card, no. which, you know, you usually could expect. Yeah. That's probably. not to discredit mental health at all. I'm just saying. It gets used. It gets used a lot as stories. an excuse for people's actions, and he didn't use that. He simply used it was a joke. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know who's buying that. Yeah, or it was like, oh, it's out of context. Well, can we have the context? Yeah, but like, I, but if you watch it and you read it, it's like, no, nah, pretty, pretty sure you go pretty well into it. Like, I'm, it is pretty like the mm. context of it. He does. He says that he's a bad coach. He doesn't say he's a good. He says because. Oh, that was really as right. get a sense. Yeah, the Xander. He says it the, in the clip that he's a bit weird. Like he's a good good bloke, but not a good coach because he do, he kind of treats you as like a mate. 
kind of thing. He like cares a lot. I think that was the kind of gist of it. Okay. But still, you don't say that as a coach. And that's really your first season in the NRL. You know, like it's not the smartest move. No. Because it actually brings your value down as a like as a player a little bit when you see because if people are like oh, we don't want people like saying talking about the organization while they're in the organization mm. like any any sport would do like that's like you kind of just don't do that really no and this is off the back also I don't know if you recall Xander and listeners alike Tyson Gamble making some similar comments last year <laughs> that's right he did too he did as well and he's now at Newcastle yep. so. Look, there's something going on at Brisbane. There's, I, there's just always something going on up there, it seems. They need to get it sorted out. They've got a bit of Man United about them, Brisbane. Mm. Almost that, like they were absolutely, you know, untouchable for a long period 20 of years time. ago mm. and for a very long time at that. The whole of the 90s and, and early now 2000s. Troughing. Now they're troughing. And it's been troughing ever True. since, pretty much since 2006. Yeah. Um, and I ran my eye over their team the other day. It's hot. It's a great team. It's a great team. Reese Walsh as well is back. Adam Reynolds being there, like, holds it all together. If he wasn't there, I wouldn't be saying that. But, you know, it's a good side. And it's I'd be frustrated if I was a Broncos fan hearing that. Well, you think, like, they should have made the eight last year. Like, they genuinely should have got. They were in the eight. They were, they were safe. They, they were, were safe. Four. They like were there for games. all money. Yeah. Like, from being honest, when they were in the eight, I was like, I think they're pretty much a lock. And then they what they lost five of their last games of the year mm-hmm. and choked and got out. Like that is just like Do you remember what did, what did anything cause that? I think they had like a couple of injuries. Paddy Carrigan was Paddy Carrigan, that hip drop tackle. Oh, he yeah. didn't play in against he the Tigers, played the very yeah. last game, but he didn't play any of the other games that they lost. And he was one of the best players in the comp last year. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. He was the best player in the Origin series. One of. Well, he got the he got the medal for player of the series, did didn't he? he? Pretty sure he did. I thought um, Ben Hunt got it or Kalen. No, I think. Or did Kalen just get man of the match in that yeah. game? Yeah. And did Ben Hunt also just get man of the match? I think so. You might be right. I think Paddy Carrigan got player of the series. But he definitely, yeah. Anyway, we'll come, we'll circle back to that. But either way, we he won an award. Drew, like, he had a massive year last year. Like, he was so good. So, mm, I think that was kind of a big thing for them. Um, it's kind of like when Manly don't have Jake. Yeah. And there's no defense. And there's no chat yep. in the middle, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, the Cobo thing, not a great look for the Broncos. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how they go. Their team, though, looks sensational. Yeah, I'm year. keen to watch Reese Walsh in a good system yeah. or, like, with a good side around him with greatest respect to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. It'll be good to watch him playing off Ezra yeah. and um, Adam Reynolds this yeah. year and Paddy Carrigan, obviously. True. It's kind of like, like I said, I'm glad I'm not a Broncos fan. Um mm. It'll be interesting to watch kind of just from an unbiased perspective, like looking in this year, mm. just to see how the... Well, there's so many teams. We thought last year the comp, the wealth disparity or well, the wealth spread of players was good, but this year it's even better. Yeah, it's awesome. This year it's there's 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 more better there's <clears throat> more better players in more teams. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be this year, like that getting to that eighth spot is going to be massive. How? Um, um, it'll be it'll be fiercely... Fought over. Well, last year you had like five teams going to try to come eighth. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You know? Yeah. The bottom was way off. The bottom was well off last year. It was. I think the bottom this year will sort of jump up into that. Well, Tigers will not finish last. That's for sure. No, Tigers won't finish last. Newcastle have got a bit more more going on there. The the dogs have definitely got a bit more about them. The Tigers, 
Tigers have got a lot more about them. They definitely have if a lot more. If you had told me 12 months ago that we'd sign Appy, Clemmer, Bateman, and Chorus, and not Coruscant. Mm. Is the other one? Appy, Bateman, Papali'i. And Clemmer. Appy, Bateman. And Charlie Staines. Papali'i and Clemmer. Charlie Staines, yeah. Mm. Meh. I think Charlie's... But those four signings, dude, if you had told me that a year ago, I'd go, in what world? How? The fact that the Tigers have pulled that off still mm. shocks me. I don't know how that done. I, yeah, people are interested to see. And now, because all these teams are a lot closer, you're seeing like a lot of the predictions and stuff being made. Yeah. We ran our eyes over the Warriors team just before. <laughs> not the... not the, Like, I can't see them... If they're not in the bottom three, I would be shocked. If they... some Like, with all due respect... But the, like the strength of their squad compared to some of the others, are not as they're not as strong. We are not making our predictions just yet. Not yet. But we will say mm. the Warriors will get the spoon this year. And like Santa said, I'll be shocked if they don't. They've been due, They've been circling. You know, they've kind of been in that. Tra- you know, when teams like they go thirteenth, fourteenth, Tigers. Tigers, perfect example. Tigers. You know, they kind of go thirteenth, fourteenth, and they just slowly drop down, and then all of a sudden they're at the spoon. The weird thing, Dragons every year, last two, three years, but like, everyone's like, no, nah, they're getting the spoon. And they just, you guys were pushing for the eight last year. We almost came at eighth last year. How do you think? I mean, I wanted to ask you about the Dragons because, like we said, a lot of the other bottom teams have made some pretty big leaps in terms of signings and stuff, whereas the Dragons haven't. And that's not a dig. That is just objective. You guys haven't really made any signings to push your team sort of in the right well, I think they've got direction. They, they have a really good core group of players. And they have like – it seems like we have the most middle forwards on planet Earth in yeah. one team at the moment. Yeah. But they've got the, – the players they have in position – they're like – sorry, let me say again. They have a lot of really quality players. They I do. I think they just need to stop changing – chopping and changing players in the team and just kind of stick, pick and stick. And I think because they have such good youth players coming through that it's, you know um, – they feel maybe there's no need to buy players like Tyrell Sloan, um, Amone, and then you've also got like Cody Ramsey played really well at fullback last year. So you kind of got players coming up, coming through, and Jaden Sullivan as well. Mm, so I yeah. feel like they're kind of waiting with bated breath to see how they end up. Um, last year, some of them didn't get as much game time as they should, but hopefully they do this year. And I think if he doesn't play them this year and – It'll either be those players leave and they lose like a core group of junior players or Anthony Griffin leaves. Yeah. It hopefully will be the latter. If they don't play, if the youth don't play this year for the Dragons, because I think you're right. That, in trouble. that is going to be the only, and again, I'm, I'm saying this sort of like not as a dig or, or mm. whatever. It, the Dragons point of difference this year has to be their youth players. Yeah. It has to be but, Tyrell Sloan. It has to be Tyler Talamo. Yeah. And if they're not getting played, What's the point? What, like, how are the Dragons going to do any different to la- last yeah, year? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and, and do you know what? You know what's the scariest part about it? What? I will honestly be more surprised if when I see that round one team list, um, that Sloan is wearing the one and not Moses Zembai. Like, it would not shock me if he names Zembai at one. Yeah. It won't shock me. I forgot we've got Embi. Embi actually played pretty good last year, though. He's a solid player. I wasn't, I was actually, I always reckon he gets kind of 
ridiculous amount of slander. He does, he does. But he he, he had a crack. I wasn't. He's he was really good in the centers for the Tigers. Mm. He's a really good center because he's just like a very reliable defender. He tries really hard and like. I feel like versatility's kind of been killed him a bit. Yeah. Like it's like a like a curse yeah. in some ways because it just kind of means you get put everywhere. Yeah. But you not become a specialist at one. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. which is. Not so great because he was he was like a gun at the Bulldogs. Fullback, five eight, you know. And he went to the Tigers, and just nothing really clicked there for well, him. They moved him around to five different positions. He played halfback. Well, the Tigers like, just the Tigers of like I hope we can sort of I hope this year kind of just settles. You know, I mm. hope the Tigers just finish ninth or tenth, and we kind of get a bit of stability, and we put like the last decade of shambles just behind us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because come ninth again. To think that any player could go to the Tigers in that period and succeed was just not ludicrous. It was ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy talk. It was simply crazy talk. I can't even really name one player who's come out of that period and succeeded at the club. Off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, good point. Neither you know can I. I actually had a think then. I can't. Benji had a good season when he came back. They still didn't make the finals. Yeah, I actually can't think of one. Luke Brooks had one good season in there. Yeah, I can't think of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what I a tumultuous period for the club. Absolutely. I hope it's behind us now anyway. Um, but, yeah. But we'll see. We'll definitely do another NRL uh, special app. So, oh, we'll do one. Well, we'll definitely be doing one. Um, so, I don't know. Stay tuned. But that'll be coming up in a matter of weeks before the season starts. Yeah. We'll have more predictions and general chat uh, for then. Um, if there's any hot takes that you guys have, let us know because we would love to hear them. We love yeah. a hot take. Um just touch on the summer of cricket quickly. Dominant, Windies, they dominated. I said there would be a lot of runs this summer. There was a lot of runs. I was a bit upset. I made some predictions about the South South Africa and Australia series. I said it would be 2-0. It was 2-0. Nice. I said Steve Swift would score the most runs. He scored the most runs. I said, did he? Yep. I saw Kugiso Rabada would take the most wickets. He took the second most, one behind Pat Cummins. I'll say this. I didn't remember Rabada taking a wicket he after took, the first test. He took eight in the first test. Okay, that makes sense. And then in the net, he kind of dwindled out. Um, but, yeah, Savka went kind of all out attack with their bowling, yeah. thinking it would do enough. It didn't. They didn't really – it didn't really work out. Um, well, they correct me if I'm wrong here, but their bowlers also – were kind of the best with the bat as well. Yeah, they were, like, some of their bowlers were Their better. top order was yeah. useless. Well, no one in that top order averages above 37 or something. When the low, like in Australia's top order, the lowest average would be Cam Green or Kerry, which is 39 or 38. So imagine, imagine Alex Kerry being the best batsman in our team. That's what it well, would that be is like. like that's Africa. literally what it is. That's yeah. literally what it is. So. Think, yeah, I think like that's second in the world in the rankings. No, they something? were second in the world championship rankings, but okay. they're about fifth in the world. Okay. They're not yeah. Um but yeah, Australia dominant like just destroyed them. The Windies, like you kind of expected them to roll the Windies, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. But I thought South Africa would be a bit have a bit more ticker because they're usually a really tough team. Yeah. Um but I mean it is what it is. I think they'll have to go to the drawing board. I think they were missing their best bat, though. This guy called Aiden Markram. He didn't play, but he's he is really good. Um, I think he just had a bad tour in England, so they re- they didn't play him. But what, he's he's great. What does Australia's attack look like in India? What what is your prediction for their first first test attack? Everyone fit because I everyone fit. 
Because I don't think Ashton impressed many people in that last I game. think that SCG pitch, though, like really, it wasn't as good to bowl on as people think. Nathan Lyon didn't even bowl that well on it. I'm just saying. I know. I know what you're saying. He got, uh, he got fucking unlucky, though, Nathan Lyon, yeah. on that last day. Yeah. And like... He showed two or three more wickets. I think, and day. like that's the Ashton Agar's first test in like five years, and he hasn't even played that much first class cricket. That's think, what I'm saying. That's I why think, my question marks there. It's like, why is he there? I don't get it. Because he provides a point of difference. Like most of the Australian spinners they have are off spinners, but he and they're right-handed. But he's a mm. left-handed off spinner. I get so that. the ball spins the other way, and you need you just need he's just a point of difference. But does he even do it well? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, he's decent. He's you just decent. said he hasn't even played any first class cricket. Yeah, because he's been playing T20 cricket. But he can play. He has played for Australia before. I don't know. I feel like give him a chance. Steve um, Steve O'Keefe, Sock, didn't turn the ball much either, you know, but took it 12-er in India and won a game. Okay. It's bold the same thing. Let's just wait and see. Okay. Okay. Let's just wait. Okay. And Ashton Ayer can bat and field way better than he could ever. Okay. So he just – he adds – he's almost like an all-rounder, Ashton Agar, but he's not – probably not as good batter at the test level. He's not bad in T20 one day, but – I just question whether or not we need him. Look, I think – well, you need a second spinner. So whether it's him or it's this Tom Murphy guy they're talking about or whether they bring Swepo in, I just think two off spinners and even our third option for spin, which would be Travis Head as a part-timer, also bowls off spin. Okay. So you need – you need something else in there, you know, and they're all very similar. So you need you need some degree of variation. Otherwise, it's going to be easy for them to score runs. So who's your four? I wouldn't change the batting lineup because you need batting up until Kerry. Like I'd keep that whole Cam batting. Green. If, yeah, to start with, I'd keep Cam Green. Yeah, just to, like there's no we're winning. Don't change the team just yeah. yet. And he provides another option for seeing. Cam Green, I'd keep him also a gun fielder. Can never if someone's a gun fielder like that, it's that is like so fielding is like the most as much as important as batting and bowling is, fielding well is more as almost more important than the two. Because if you field well, that's that put that creates so much more pressure than like being good at batting or being good at bowling. Yeah. Like if you have eleven gun fielders taking every chance, etc., just like you know, yeah, it's that is like so underrated in cricket, especially the fact he's like nine foot. Like if the ball goes anywhere near him, well, like that's the out. thing. Like he's he's too he's massive. He's a, and he takes up so much space in that gully area. And he take I haven't like touched wood, but I haven't seen him drop one yet. No, not this summer. So look, it's so underrated. But yeah, I'd keep that seven, and then bowling. I would probably go if Stark's fit, just because he's been in a quite good touch. I'd maybe go, oh, but Hazelwood's really good against India. I'd probably go Hazelwood first up. Is that actually. what you would go or what do you think they will go? Well, okay, what I would go is Hazelwood and Cummings, but I think they will pick Stark over Hazelwood. And then I would go, obviously, Nathan Lyon. And you know what? I'd, I'd maybe pick – I would pick Ashton Agar at least for the first test. Just because of experience. I'd, I'd keep him. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's played ODI cricket in India before, et cetera. And although it's like it is different, the pitch will be different to that, I still think he's played in India. So he knows okay. the conditions a bit better. Okay. That would be my pick. And also adds more to batting. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, 
it's a hard place to bat in India. Yeah. Like it's it's not and you know, it's not like England or Australia where you see we do see big scores, but it's it's they're more suited to Bowling. making runs. Well you can still bowl well, but I mean you make you can make big totals easily in Australia. Oh yes, yeah, so I thought you about India. Good batting services, but in India it's just like you know Unless your name's Steve Smith. Yeah, it's difficult to do. Or you know, Coley or Sachin Tendulkar. Like it's not, it's it's not an easy place to play cricket. Yeah, you know, India's home record is better than is the best in the world. Yeah, and it's like that for a reason. So, batting in, very important in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, also, quick nod to Alex Carey. Great summer. Oh, great summer. Made a hundred. I was pumped for him. Yeah. Fucking nice. Great summer. I thought Cam Green would get his first hundred this year, but he's this summer, but didn't happen. So we're still waiting on that. But imagine if he did f- it in he, India. Far, yeah, right. that'd be huge. But he did take a firefight and he did make a fifty in the same game. So that's not bad. That's pretty good. And he didn't game. drop a ball the whole time. Yeah, so he made up for it. Getting a fifer is like getting a hundred. Yeah. Uh EPL. Just quickly, I'm not sure if anyone's all over the EPL right now, but it's getting the comp is tightening. And in particular for the top four teams, massive couple of games. Mm. In particular for Arsenal, they've got Newcastle, they just played nil nil. City United and Tottenham, who are all the top four or five teams. And they're all versing each other within this next four games. Oh, sick. So, massive. Really big. I'm, I'm, I'm truly excited. To I have not been looking at it at all. I'm going to start the, keeping an eye on it. The Prem's been great this year. Yeah. It's been so good. I'm so happy to see Liverpool doing badly. Yeah, I know, and right? Chelsea, so. Everyone in Australia seems to go, to Liverpool, go for Liverpool. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone either. who likes the APL goes for Liverpool. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like but, it. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, it's pretty rare you come across someone like, oh, yeah, I go for Chelsea. Or, you know, I go for Tottenham. Yeah. Everyone goes for fucking Liverpool. I go for United, though. And it's crazy because Everton and Liverpool are like the same area, right? Mm. So how come no one goes for Everton? Well, they do. People do because they have Timmy Cahill. Not the same way people go for Liverpool. No, though. but I'm saying people who do go for Everton in Australia, it's because Timmy. Yeah. Yeah. Or they like, they like a good team, but not like a main team. Mm. Yeah. Um, music. Oh, I actually didn't even do it. Um, yeah. Very infamous album by Radiohead in Rainbows. Um, mm-hmm. What's first song? first song on the album? Fifteen Step. Beautiful. Been absolutely ripping that album lately. Mm. I don't know how I've missed it for so long, but do you like? Have you heard the song awesome. like Spinning Plates? Yeah, I think so. That's a good one. I know it by name, mm. but I can't imagine it in my head right now. It's a good song. It's a really good song. But yeah. That might be us. That's ours. I think How that is us. Aaron 20 something. Aaron 20, I reckon it'll be about an Aaron 23 after editing. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that first pod 2023. Um, good to be back. Good to be back. Happy to be back. Hopefully, we've got a big year in store. A couple of new things. Um, hopefully, we've got a good couple of surprises for you guys. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Hopefully, just more content coming mm. from us this year. Yeah. Take it up a notch. Take it up. Take it up. Um, I'm Alexander. My name's Cody.